0: Like when I uh, when I looked into how to break into those TSA locks on the suitcases, that was a fucking good afternoon. <laughs> that was a fucking, that was a good skill to pick up. I can get into any of those locks now in minutes. <laughs> Honestly, it's great. It's so easy do to do. I did it twice what, in a row. I was like what a hero. Do you,
1: what do you need? Is it a hairpin?
0: <laughs> you just need you just need a hairpin and a torch, and then what you can do is you line up so they have like a there's like a special groove on the inside of the lock. Um, and it won't—you won't be able to get it to what the lock used to be, but you'll be able to get it in place so that you can unlock it with a. Like basically, as you move them, it'll be in the same position as the unlock code, and it'll get into it. And then you can just reset it with the new, with the new code. It's it's forced to, and then you can ha- you have it working again.
1: So these are um, these are the locks where there's like a
0: new, like a, a
1: roller with three numbers on it, and it oh. has the
0: keyhole so that the American. Uh, to a security agent uh, to unlock it. Yeah, yeah.
1: I once um accidentally set my dad's briefcase because I was playing with it as a child. Didn't realize that's how it worked, <laughs> and that was his work briefcase with like important documents in it. And I accidentally like locked it and couldn't figure out the code. I don't yeah. like
0: that you have a dad that has a briefcase. That's weird. That's like a that's like a fucking cartoon. my dad had a briefcase. He,
1: he doesn't anymore. Actually, that an is a
0: cartoon character.
1: <laughs> now that I think about it, I do think he stopped having a briefcase around two thousand and two two thousand and three which was around the time I started going into secondary school and I guess really does symbolize the loss of childhood. Childhood is when your dad stops carrying a briefcase like the cartoons.
0: Question did he have one of those travel suitcases
1: that look like a briefcase? No. Oh he just had a um, regular suitcase? He was, he, just, he was no, basic that way. He went full rucksack he still does go full rucksack when he travels. If he goes to a formal event, he just wears <laughs> uh, a blazer. I guarantee at my wedding, he is not going to be in a suit. He's just going to wear a blazer because that's that all is, he's ever great. worn. That is fantastic. I don't think he owns a suit. I think he had to rent a tuxedo for like a is, black tie ball once. And was he was uh... so traumatized by it. He was like, I'm never wearing a suit ever again. By the way,
0: this is episode 48 of Morning really? Brew.
1: I am, of course, Adam Sheridan.
2: I'm Stephen Burke. Where did I'm we start de- counting from? Is that, I see, is that 48 of episode of season two?
0: Uh yeah, well we have we technically have forty nine or fifty up, but there there was a bonus episode in there,
2: so it doesn't really count.
1: Uh, okay. And I'm Daniel Purcell.
0: And I'm Bentley Purchase. <laughs> Hello.
1: I <laughs> I was, um, I was, I was, I was learning just about about your man that Operation Mincemeat Bentley purchase. I was learning more about that, yeah. and apparently they put a medal of Saint Christopher on the corpse that washed up on the coast, on the assumption that the Roman Catholic Spanish pathologists would be more respectful of a Catholic corpse and wouldn't investigate too hard and notice that he hadn't drowned in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No one would fall for it, you see, because we know that someone with the name Bentley Purchase would have to have been taken out by very highly skilled agents. Yeah. You know, there's no other way that you can take care of someone with the name Bentley Purchase. It's well, like trying to fuck with a cop whose name is Officer
1: Strong. You just don't want to fuck with that guy. The translator's name for the Spanish, it was Bentley Purchaseo. <laughs> it would actually be ben- Bentley, a... Bentley Compra, I think.
0: That's, that sounds like a fucking Stallone <laughs> character, actually, doesn't it? Officer Strong. Like fucking, it's like a demolition man. Strong. Fucking directs a DVD sequel, and Officer Strong as a side character.
1: Officer Strong. I was watching um, RuPaul's Drag Race, and one of the drag queens was called Dax! Exclamation And I was thinking oh. that name is right on the line where that could either be a drag queen or uh, Bruce Willis or Arnold Schwarzenegger character from the late 19, 1980s. I think
2: I think um, Dan perhaps you just don't have a full understanding of camp.
1: Or maybe I've got an incredibly deep understanding of camp and where it comes from. Who are? If your camp isn't being at least a little bit informed by the last action hero then.
0: Do you are you supposed to pronounce the exclamation point or is it just there? Is
1: it just for style reasons? It's written out. There's not an exclamation point in the name. It's it's like D A X okay. space E X C L A M A T I O N P O I N T. Oh,
0: oh, oh, oh. Well, okay, never mind. <laughs> Bentley purchased that. Beside, but
1: shame that shame that they were a terrible drag queen. Got knocked out in like the first week or second week.
0: I mean, they did call themselves the
1: exclamation Point, so yeah, I'm not shocked. I actually, actually, you know, that's that's my my topic. That's what I want to talk about this week. Is I, I mean, love I love RuPaul's Drag Race. I think it's like the epitome of um, of good reality television because it's got all of the, okay. the, the it's got all of the things that you want uh, nails down. It's got like not just big characters, but it's got like characters who are incredibly over the top clearly performing to be large characters but in a way that that doesn't devalue or not devalue it but like make it seem artificial because you're like oh yeah of course the drag queen's character should be should be large and should be over the top so when they get into like huge fights over like minor slights you're like yeah that's just part of the that's just part of the tradition of drag i love it um they have the same they have like the exact not only is the show repetitive in that comforting kind of a way where they have the same slots and the same segments every week but they herald it with the exact same music and the exact same sound cues every week. Okay. Uh, So like the first section will always be, uh, will always be like announced by like a a siren of RuPaul saying the exact same phrase. And um, the, the final judging section always has RuPaul announcing, bring back my girls before it starts. And it always ends on the same song. He always walks down the runway to the same song. So it's, it's, it's amazingly comforting because it's not, it almost isn't boring because the sections in between are different, but they just Mm -hmm. do the exact same stuff every time. And it's great. It's a tremendous show. And by the end, you're like really into drag. You're like, you know, at the start, when you watch the first episode, you're like, I can't, I can't tell who's doing good and who's doing bad. And by the final episode, you're like, Mm -hmm. this is, this is really uninspired drag. This isn't elevated or fashion like, like Bob, the drag Queens was.
0: I mean, that's it. that's interesting because, I, yeah, I I don't know how you would judge drag. <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't, they, I wouldn't understand. It wouldn't,
1: I wouldn't work for me. So I, I mean, guess, ultimately, I, guess, I probably I said, don't. I probably, it's probably like one of those things, like, you know, when you go up to someone who studies music and you say you like uh, Mozart or someone and they're like, oh, of course, you know, it's like you go for the most basic <laughs> entry. Li- I, it's like, maybe saying, I like, like the four new singles from the Chili Peppers and they're like, oh, okay. Maybe, maybe I like the cold play of drag. I like the really ob <laughs> I like the obvious stuff. And like the actual drag heads are like none of this is good. None of this is the acceptable stuff. Isn't that speaking- every
2: pursuit ever though?
1: Oh yeah, hundred percent. And it's just speaking about forming of, uh, a vague opinion.
0: Uh, mm-hmm. Speaking of the co-play of drag. In a couple months' time, Weezer are playing in Ireland. Um as as most people will, will know. Weezer not a particularly great band, have like some really good songs and like one good album, and then a lot of kind of like yeah, this is Weezer. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to go as a. I'll
2: go. Are we gone?
0: No, we're fucking not, and I'll tell you why. Why? <laughs> <Or laughs> I I wanted to go as like a stupid night out. It's like you know what? These aren't great songs, but everyone knows them, and like I'll I'll drink beers and like fucking shout Beverly Hills at the top of my fucking lungs all night. Why not? Um. The t- the tickets um, without the sales tax being put on them and like that little like ticket master fee they love to jump on top are 90 euro a shot. Where? Well, uh, they're playing in the tree arena, I believe. Or the Yeah it's the tree arena now, right? I'm honestly I impressed paid, that Weezer
2: could I stretch paid, to the Tree Arena. I pay I paid that much to go see Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> I paid that much to go to Fleetwood Mac, and I thought it was too much to pay for Fleetwood
1: Mac. Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm with you.
0: I've no. spent good money on concert tickets.
1: I seem as lost as mine.
2: <laughs> <I'm>, uh...
0: <laughs> well, we broke Steve.
2: Shit. Weezer. I...
0: Yeah, I know. Fucking 90 euro a shot, dude. Get the fuck out of here.
1: 90 fucking euro. <laughs> I sort of want to go now just just to have Steve laugh like that and say the name Weezer. Whole day. How
2: much is a day pass for EP? 120, 130? Fuck off.
1: I we, yeah. Three bands as bad as Weezer. I saw Weezer at Oxygen uh, like a decade ago. How much do you pay for the oxygen ticket? 120 for three days, I think. Something like that. What's that tell you?
0: It was actually only 20 euro and then Weezer said they were coming, so they added 90 quid on top. <laughs> uh
1: and it was it was the it was the dorkiest good show I've ever been to. Like well, so Kumu, what... he tried to start climbing on the um the scaffolding and you're got tired talking... got tired after a small bit and came back down. No, you're not well, you're not yeah. talking about you're not talking about Hella
2: Megator Green Day Fall Out Boy and Weezer on the twenty seventh of June this year, are you?
0: Is that what it is? I don't know. I just got advertised as Weezer.
2: Green Day is headlining. Okay, that gonna make me. a bit more sense.
0: Okay, because it got advertised to me by Ticketmaster. As Weezer, like specifically just Weezer, and I thought like, oh, you know what? For like a dumb little concert to kill an afternoon, I'll go see. I'll go see Weezer. Why not? Fuck it. And then like specifically, it was ninety euro a fucking ticket. Get out of
2: here. That is <laughs>
0: ridiculous.
2: Um, I'd go to see Green Day, Fall Out Boy, and Weezer. For
1: uh, I, I, don't want to see Fall Out
2: Boy. I'd go see Green Day. But they'd be there. Like, I don't know. Like Maybe. The, why are there all Why are all three of them? I mean, Green Day could headline that entire gig and just play for the night, surely. Uh,
0: okay, so maybe what I was looking ha- at it. What is happening
2: yeah, with this gig? I don't, I don't know. know.
0: <laughs> I think I was looking at a different concert because this now, I'm about to look it up again and it's shown as Marley Park, but it definitely was not Marley Park on the ad that I got served from Spotify. Huh. Uh, Spotify does this thing where they send you out like, if if bands you listen to or have listened to or like are similar to what you listen to are coming mm. to the area, you'll get like an email with Ticketmaster stuff being like, "Hey, they're playing in in August if you want to go." Mm. And I seen Weezer and I was like, "Oh, cool! I'll I'll give it a click." And that was mm. a difference. Unless maybe it's changed now, but yeah, fucking ninety quid.
1: Let's see. How does that e- How does that even work though? Like, uh, if you have I guess- three of them, do you just get a third of a concert each, or is it unusually? is an unusually long concert. Well, kind of, um, it
2: starts at five
0: o'clock. So you, yeah, I was just about to say. There, like. Yeah, I was just about to say, it starts at five. So I would imagine that the, uh, I would imagine that the concert is very long. In saying that, though, it's still not worth a hundred quid a fucking person.
2: I'm just checking to see how much they're paying in Antwerp for the same gig.
1: I paid, I think, over, how much did I pay for the Red Hot Chili Peppers? um it was the most there I've, the probably most more I've
0: ever the most i've ever spent on concert tickets it wasn't even for me it was for my mom for a single concert and i can't remember who i can't remember who it was for but it was for someone and she was saying that like i i can't remember i really i have no idea now who i bought the tickets for but basically she was saying she was a big fan and she was never going to see them in concert and i thought like you know what I'll I'll pull the trigger. I'll buy the tickets for them, and then I went I went to Ticketmaster and I said like, can I get two tickets for this so she could go with a friend of hers? And the person Ticketmaster went, yeah, that'll be two hundred and eight euro. And I was like, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> so I paid it anyway, begrudgingly. I was like, okay, well, it's for a present, so I guess whatever. But like, no, I I've I'd never not for something like a Weezer though. Like I wouldn't do that. I think this concert is updated since the ad I got served for it. And I only got reminded about this recently, um a few nights ago actually, but still I would not spend ninety fucking quid.
1: The Get most, out of here the most expensive ticket I ever bought was also for my mom. And it was for fucking Meatloaf of all of <laughs> all bands.
0: Yeah. Here Meatloaf's fucking great. He tried to throw uh he tried to throw Andrew into the fucking moat.
1: <laughs> Who?
2: What? Prince Andrew. Oh, that Prince Andrew. Yeah, I yeah. thought you meant Try my friend, troll. Andrew. No. Yeah, he tried to throw Andrew Campbell into a moat. <laughs> I was like, why did this happen? Andrew would surely have told me about this. <laughs> Get into yeah, the fucking so, moat, you. <laughs> I was assaulted by Meatloaf once. Yeah. Andrew's the, kind, Andrew's the kind of guy who just wouldn't mention that. <laughs> you didn't know?
0: <laughs> he'd probably say um, he got thrown into a moat, but then not say it was Meatloaf that did it.
2: <laughs> yeah, he'd be embarrassed about getting thrown into the moat. Um, oh he'd use his he real name that he met meatloaf but he never, wouldn't say the two of them in conjunction <laughs> certainly wouldn't tell me anyway um so i Grunigan was thrown in into both. in Groningen in the in the in the netherlands they're charging 66 euro for standing tickets for that and you also get uh support from amel and the sniffers oh no amel oh. and the sniffers are going to um are going to marley park as well
0: Oh, okay, not just going yeah. to the concert. Yeah. You'll, you'll be hanging out with them in the pitch area. Yeah,
2: yeah Paris, I, uh, Paris La Defense uh, tickets start at um, seventy three. There's no standing tickets available, but um, uh, there are. But there, I, I assume standing tickets were far, far less. <laughs> I,
0: uh, I, it's, I, at most for that concert, I would spend fifty.
1: Hmm.
0: That would be my upper limit for that kind of concert. I would not be spending ninety quid. I don't care if they bring every fucking you know pop punk alt band from the fucking nineties with them, and it's a twenty four hour concert. I just uh, not for fucking Weezer. Like you're not getting a hundred bones, dude. Get out of here.
2: I, I might stretch to it for Green Day. I don't like Green Day that much, but I'm sure they put on a very good gig.
1: I, I would I would do it for, if Green Day did the entirety of American Idiot in a row and none of their other songs. I'd be happy with it. American I feel like that's
2: even their
0: best album. I know, but oh, I feel American like that idiot. would
1: be a good production. American idiot. What's on that?
0: American um, idiot and then when September ends. And that's the only two like
1: Holiday, Saturday. Boulevard of Broken Dreams. Jesus uh, of Suburbia. No, Boulevard of Broken Dreams crazy. is a good. Song. Is good.
0: No, well, yeah, but it's not like it. It's not amazing though. Like you want to I would love
1: to see them do those fucking those two nights. You would love to see songs. them
0: play Dookie. <laughs>
1: What's on Dookie? Is that when I come around? Is that on Dookie?
0: Uh, probably. Basket Case and Take Us on there as well.
1: Uh, actually, I like
0: Green Day. I've seen them a concert. They put on a good concert. I just to Green think... Day? No, dude, it's ninety quid, ninety bones.
2: Uh, yeah, okay. Which is no.
0: Also, I'm pretty sure when they're I'm pretty sure when they're playing.
2: I'm pretty sure when they're playing. By the way, you'll be at a wedding. Twenty seventh. Yeah. Who's wedding am I at that week? I don't know, is it, it's, uh, it's yeah. no, it's not Brandon's, that's the weekend after.
0: It's the weekend after? Yeah. I mean, I guess we could go, because that would keep up your tradition of going to a concert the weekend before a wedding.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, you see, the problem is um, now we have a spread of a whole five weeks when Dan's stag might happen. No,
1: we don't. We, <laughs> yeah, we Dan, We've picked a date. It happened yeah, yesterday. George,
2: yeah, you picked the date, you picked, picked the date four weeks ago, and it's changed five times since then. Anything that is, that is true. It's, it's wide defi- open. It's definitively picked now. It's it's. That I will. Be it was definitively. Okay, so uh, okay, so sorry. When May when
0: when Owen messaged this morning to say, "Hey, this is the date now." I turned to Stephen and I messaged Stephen. I said, "I was dying to write back and say I couldn't do that weekend. <laughs> 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 I had to fight it so hard uh, not to text yeah. in.
1: Honestly, if you had uh, at that stage, even like, oh fuck it, all right, we're still doing that weekend because." <laughs> <laughs> At so this stage,
2: let's work through some of let's work through some of the problems here with so far how, how this stag has been planned because I just like to I just like to point out state for the record that I am also organizing a stag I set one fucking date and fourteen out of the fifteen guests who were invited are going for that date first time every time boom headshot not a problem and um,
1: sounds to me like you were just lucky with the date.
2: Uh, no, 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 no. You see, I soft launched it to some people with Clout within the group, and then once they were, uh, once they were on board, there was none of the others able to turn back. Not a problem. Yeah. But uh, also, also, you're not doing a proper stag because a lot of girls come in.
1: Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> all of Dan's friends are girls. Yeah, I've, I do have a lot of friends who are, and I, yeah. I don't know. It, it would seem incredibly weird to me to tell a friend you can't come because you're a girl. I'm not five. It's a stag party.
0: No girls allowed. Yeah, exactly. Girls were allowed
1: one.
2: <laughs> let me let me just read you that da- Let me just let me just read you uh, Robert Dunn's response to. Um...
0: Oh, okay, I thought for a second you were going to say. Let me read out the names from Dan's. Like, no, don't do that. Don't do that.
2: No, no, no. Let me just let me just uh, pull up here. Uh, Rob, Rob, had some choice content. Uh, hang on, hang on. Uh, Blanche. I think it was in the Blanche group. Blanche crowd. Blanche group. Blanche group. Uh, oh no no i must have just i must have just dm'd it straight to rob so we're getting some getting some deep secrets here oh uh i said dan's man has bottled the stag behind 20 plus people including a load of girls <laughs> what women at the stag who is this guy it would be hard to organize anything with that many people have to book go-karts way in advance unlikely to get anything at short notice activity wise
0: I like that everyone goes to go karts. Didn't you guys go to go karts for mine, and they just never got back?
2: Yeah, they just didn't get back. Yeah,
1: we're go- we're also is going. This-
2: in- we're also going for go karts for Stephen Brandon's Stag. Stephen, if you're listening, that's a little spoiler there for your stag. They don't have Stephen, enough go karts for all of us.
1: Also, so, we're not, not doing go karts for mine. So
0: you don't know that you've given us you no. You've given us no plans. All we know is yeah. a day. I said it was. And the first message was
1: said it's dinner. It's we're just doing a big dinner and then drinks afterwards. And oh, that's fuck! It. Just, everything's yeah.
0: changed. And I thought it was all up in the air. I thought we were going paint
1: carton. What are you?
2: Oh, yeah. What are you? What are you? What are you? What are you like? What are you doing even in this in your own stag group chat? It's supposed to be a mystery to you.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna leave now. I just need to
2: put people oh, together. Oh, leave now. I just need to put people together. Oh, okay, so you're organizing your own stag.
1: Not anymore. Now that I've put everyone together, I'm gonna leave.
2: Also, I will say
1: nobody else is organizing it so. I, <laughs>
0: I will I will say that uh I've ru- I, I fucked myself with uh, with Dan's whatsapp stag group because as a joke, <laughs> uh, I photoshopped Dan's picture to have a sash that says groom on it and a and a top hat. Unfortunately now, I get on the daily, Advertisement after advertisement after advertisement from fucking Amazon to ask if I want to buy sashes. I don't want to buy a sash. Leave me alone. <laughs> Stop this. Yeah, oh, I, get because... like, I get like I got like daily I got like daily messages to be like, "Oh, uh, groom sash, groom to be sash, wedding sashes." That kind of stuff. It's like, <laughs> "No, I don't want any of this. I only googled it once so I could photoshop a fucking picture
1: as a joke."
0: <laughs>
1: Sounds to me like you should buy a sash to say the yeah, algorithm. Return it afterwards, but then they'll no, think you bought it. No, what they'll do
0: is they'll send me more sashes. They'll keep being like, this guy fucking loves a good sash. Send them all the sashes we got. <laughs> okay, someone run us into, our, into a topic. we gotta got to get we out. We're, we're, we're all over the place There. We've got to get a bit of uniformity in here.
2: I want to talk about retail. Okay. I specifically want to talk about uh, how difficult it is to actually buy things in, in real space from a bricks and mortar shop. Uh-huh. I have for the last week on and off, been attempting to buy a projector. Um, okay. However, you know I want, I, want a, I want a projector that I can game on because I want to. don't have room for a larger tally. would like to uh, kick back, play some PS5 without sitting up at my desk, kind of hunched over it like I have been all day. Don't need that in my life. Fancy, uh, fancy a bit of a projector going on in my life. Don't mind dropping up to 500 quid on the thing. Fine with that. That I can deal with. That is an investment I'm prepared to make in my own personal entertainment. Can I get into a shop with a projector for sale before it closes midweek? No. Do I have to do all my shopping at the weekend if I wish to buy something in a bricks and mortar shop? Apparently. Why would I not buy something online? I don't know. Went to two shops the same day. Between six and half past six. A reasonable time, I would have said, to go to a big box Shop kind of situation and go look over some large electronic devices. No, closed. Everything's closed. What's that about? Why am I supposed to feel bad for retailers for, you know, that's the shut up shop and stuff? And why do they carry so little stock? Curry's literally doesn't sell any projectors. That's the only one that was open and it doesn't have projectors for sale. What is that about? What is that about?
0: I had a. I had this, so I finally recently upgraded my, as our listeners know, of course, upgraded my uh, home computer system because uh, I had been using the same equipment from 2009 up until this past year, which is actually insane about <laughs> it. But um, I, I was using it the whole time, and I upgraded my stuff, and I have a very unique setup here to fit in what my needs are. And one of the things is I have a secondary hard drive that runs through a super fast connection. And it's like a lightning-fast hard drive. So basically, mm. it's, a, it's, it's as if I have two internals on, on my machine. Mm. Um, and and, and I have the secondary one needs to be fast because obviously, if I'm rendering and stuff, I need the, the external hard drive to run at a high speed so that I can render properly and, and continue all that stuff. I tried to buy this stuff locally. I tried to buy this stuff from the suppliers that owned them. Kay. Except for the fact that not only was it more expensive, they wanted to charge me more delivery than the other stuff was charging me. And they didn't have anything in their store, but they had it listed online. But the Uh online stuff isn't what's in their store and they can't get it into their store. So if you go to a store and they don't have it, it's because it's sitting in some other store somewhere and you either Uh have to go to that shop or buy it online from them and they'll charge you to ship it to you. How about fuck off? How about that? (laughs) Like you're going into them, and you're like, I was on your website and I seen this very specific thing and this is what I want. And they go, great, we don't have that. That's like, I don't understand. I don't get it. I, I don't understand. I had this problem at Christmas two years ago. I was getting some stuff for my brother for Christmas. And some items I could order online and deliver it to me. And some items I could order online and I could only collect in store. But the <laughs> ones that they deliver, I could not collect in store. So I ended up having to just not buy them because I would have had to do two separate orders and get charged twice even though I was walking in to collect one of them. Insane. I can't do it. I can't feel sorry for these people. It's the same with cafes. If you run a cafe and you share your cafe at three o'clock, hey, man, I understand. I fucking love to close shop at three o'clock every day and go home. That would be awesome. In saying that, when you say that, like, you know, you can't afford to pay staff or you can't afford to do certain things because you don't have the overhead to manage it. I mean, I don't know. Maybe when people are looking for a coffee after five o'clock, if you are open, that would be good. Hmm you know, maybe there's a lot of money to be made and you don't have to make it yourself because you could hire someone. And I guarantee you with the sheer amount of coffee you're going to sell in the next three and a half to four (laughs) hours, it will cover that person's salary. Believe me. Believe me. You cannot meet someone in Dublin city centre unless you want to go for a pint, unless it's before five o'clock, because otherwise, fuck you, you can't have a coffee.
2: Unless you want to go to Starbucks. That one Starbucks.
0: and And I hate Starbucks. It's such a gross coffee. It's always burnt and it always has that weird aftertaste at the end of the cup and I hate
2: it. Tastes like butter.
0: Yeah, and it's I'm not a fan. They have like a blonde roast that's okay, but other than that, it's it's all like the same awful beans and it's overpriced and they give you a fucking bucket with a straw and it's like I just I just want a little cup. I just want a regular size cup, dude. Why are you doing (laughs) this to me? I don't want any of this. Why am I being punished? yeah i don't I don't understand why like i I had to hear about retail people complaining or like brick and mortar stores complaining for for years, especially over the last two years, and I felt sorry for them you know I, it's hard not to feel sorry for someone who's watching their business go under or watching their money disappear, but like then you know we're in a position where you can go ahead and start making money again, and they just decided i'm you know I'm not gonna it's like okay huh? um well, I can't, I can't feel bad for you anymore because now that you can make money and operate, you're just not doing it. Uh-huh. Well, like, I don't understand. Last year on the hottest day of the fucking year, the pubs around from us would not open because it was on Monday. <laughs> and they don't open on Monday, most of them. But the- of course, <laughs> but like, the big problem with that is they had been shut the whole time and complaining about being shut. So if even one pub had opened, I guarantee they would have probably turned over two to three thousand euro that day alone. Because I can't tell you how many people were sitting around dying for a pint yeah. in in the area I live in. They were all sitting in the park
2: with a lot of thirsty boys.
0: Yeah, they're all sitting in the park and all of us had to go to like super value and stuff and buy bottles and cans because the bars around from us do not open. <laughs> They've been complaining for a year and a half and they would not open. It was fucking scorching. It was 19 degrees. All I wanted to do was sit out in the park with some friends and have a couple of drinks, and the bars would not serve me. Okay. Yeah, sorry, dude. I also can't understand why you're running out of money. I, It's a mystery. Who can say? <laughs> who can Who can even figure it out? Who, who even knows? Who knew? Come on, then. Way in here. What do you got?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to think what bars don't open on Monday. Is that a thing? Lots yeah, of that. There's, yeah, there's lots a lot of... of Mondays. There,
0: there's a lot of bars that have like weird where they really only open like the tail end of the week because <laughs> that's where most of their business come from. And I understand that. You know, I understand that if you traditionally would have done the majority of your business Thursday through Sunday and on Monday and Tuesday you don't really make much money so you decided yeah. you're not going to open those days. I get it. That's that's a that's a very smart decision. Totally, very, very smart. However... When you've been shut the whole time and everyone's been sitting on their cash because they can't fucking go out and it's 19 degrees and every other fucking idiot around you refuses to open I would have been in pouring the fucking pints myself. Yeah. If I if I ran the bar because I like, you easily would have turned over 2 to 3000 euro on that afternoon. Like easily. The park was fucking packed. The most have easily been- yeah, must have easily been 80 people sitting in the fucking park across the road from me, which is not a big park, yeah. in the middle of the fucking afternoon, just after getting off work, dying for a drink. Just paying some
1: money down the drain. They wanted to open, but they were scared out of it by little.
0: Well, I, people kept saying to me about stuff like, oh, you know, they probably didn't have staff. And it's like, right, but are you not staff? Are you not the <laughs> owner? I don't understand. I Like, I just, I. there's so many times where you see things, you just kind of think like, yeah, I don't know, man. If I, If I realize that, like, yeah, okay, I have to give up my my own free day for sitting out in the sun myself, but I'm going to turn over a fucking massive profit today. I've, I'm i going to do it. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I'm there.
1: The one that I don't understand uh, is how difficult it is to buy things during the week if you have a full-time job. Yeah. like, And it does seem like it's still based on the assumption that, oh, there's two members of a household and one does the shopping and one goes to work. Because I don't see otherwise how you can, you know, yeah. Yeah, go, it's like Steve go to saying, places.
0: Like, These guys are expecting you to go out on your lunch break or yeah. you're supposed to finish at five because nine to five are the hours. Just get an office job. And it's like, yeah, I don't know what to tell you, man. Nine to five doesn't really exist.
1: <laughs> also, even if even if you finish at five, you want to be right next to the place you need to go. Otherwise, yeah. you're not getting oh, yeah, there yeah. in time.
2: So yeah. there's... A- so uh, this, this is what really gets my go, because I was in the Blanchardstown shopping centre, which is, uh, you know, a, a place in the outskirts shop. of Dublin. A uh-huh. gigantic shopping centre, which was in a massive established, populated area. established at the centre of a newly populated suburb in the 1990s in order to form the urban core of the place. Except everyone just commutes in and out, right from Dublin city centre. But, uh, you know, would you expect the shops there to stay open around the time for people coming home from their commutes? I would have said yes. huh. Everybody else running a shop there seems to think no. Um, and the real busy time for that place is actually the weekends. Uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, when people are supposed to kind of drive up from Calvin and spend the day there in Blanchardstown, which uh-huh. still has always struck me as the um, most miserable thing I've ever fucking heard. Because like living in the vicinity of the place is bad enough already, but... Here we are. Now, I understand how Rob's dad just never goes to Blanchettown Shopping Centre. He's never been uh. since 95. Oh, I don't him. blame him. Never gone. Never been I don't there. I
0: not blame him. I wish I didn't have to. He's to
2: refused to go since 1995 when it was opened. And God bless him. I admire that, man. Yeah, me too.
0: Because I fucking hate the Blancheton Shopping Centre. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking miserable experience. And even now, so I got I got my, my COVID boost, uh, my COVID shot, in, mm. uh, in the Manchester Shopping Centre and it's the first time I'd been up obviously in quite a while because I Where I in you know, the Manchester
2: Shopping started... Centre did you get your COVID shot? Oh Boots Boots, Never mind. boots. It's a pharmacy Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah because your, um, your mom gave you a backhander on the vaccines
0: Did alright Uh huh Thank you mommy Love you Um. So I went in and, um, Shout out to Mr. Sheridan Walk Shopping Centre You know obviously got there a little bit early because you can't ever fucking time a bus so it's yeah. either oh cool I'm an hour early or I'm 45 minutes late somehow Um but I'm in the shopping center and I'm walking through. It's like, yeah, let's see what's here. Oh, nothing, 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 nothing. Yeah. Shoe shop, shoe shop, shoe shop, shoe shop, shoe shop, shoe shop, coffee shop, donut place, burger place, donut place, burger place, Pizza Hut. It's like, okay. Uh, I uh, I just, I, I don't know why the fuck you'd like this. Like, the shopping center is a miserable experience. <laughs> <laughs> awful. Like truly like just awful. There's nowhere really to drink unless you're sitting in a fucking restaurant because no one has opened a genuine pub pub there. Except the weather friends. Yeah, but that's not really a pub, though. That's the same no, as, like, no. a TGI Fridays and stuff. You know what I mean? No, not at all. There... No, it's pretty bad. Yeah, there hasn't been a proper pub there since the Butter Bar. And that's mm. gone. That's After gone because that of a stabbing incident. After the
2: guy stabbed the guy with the, with the screwdriver. Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got stabbed outside the Butter Bar, and he unfortunately bled out because he wasn't. They weren't in a position to, to help him. Um, yeah. so he ended up passing away very sad uh, incident of course but um, yeah that's the last time there was like a bar bar in the Blanchester shopping centre all the rest are like you know burger places they're like essentially knock off American diners that also you can get a pint in if you're fucking desperate mm. um, it's, a, it's a miserable place <laughs> I, I, I also admire Rob's dad I fucking hate the shopping centre it really yeah. sucks and you always get that as a pro as well at Blanchester like, oh, the shopping center's uh, right there and it's like yeah there's nothing in the fucking thing dude what the fuck do I care I still have to go to town if I want to fucking buy anything.
2: <laughs> Awful place. Oh, no. Can't be dealing with it. Can't be dealing hey, with one it. one
0: cinema as well, and the cinema's a fucking Jobbridge cinema, so fuck that noise. Is it? Yeah. Well, yeah, I, Odeon was huge for Jobbridge.
1: I haven't been there since Jurassic World, so uh, I'm already alienated on it because of that. I've been to
0: the Odeon <laughs> once since leaving Blanche. Um, it was to see... Uh, what was it? Geostorm, Storm, I think it was called. Oh my god! Um, I got free tickets because my ma- <laughs> a friend of my mum's won some tickets to go see it, like the premiere, and uh, I we got free tickets, and I was like, you know what? I have nothing else going on tonight. That's fine. I'll go see Geostorm. Storm. <laughs> Uh-huh. And it was, it's actually okay. <laughs> you know what? It's kind of, it's kind of just like Armageddon. Yo, so. so it's, it's perfectly fine. It's got a dumb name. It's got a dumb premise. You know, there's <laughs> all of the main, like main conflict in the film is also pretty dumb, but it's fine. Like it's, it's a fine movie, but that's the only time I was there. And it's only cause it was free. <laughs> Would not give the money anymore. Fuck you. Fuck them. God job, rich places.
2: Fuck em. Okay, someone take us into something else.
1: Go, Dan. I don't really spoke about RuPaul. The fact that you cut me off when I was talking about it doesn't mean anything. I've still, I've contributed my fair share of drag content to this drag podcast, which is how I'm I trying think. to recast us. Sure, we can be a drag podcast.
0: I mean, we're we're coming I mean, off I the don't heels be, of, I don't of think being I do,
2: I don't think you can do drag on a podcast. I think it's a very visual form of art. I think we could give it a good go, though. That's a new niche for us.
1: A podcast who fails to appreciate the fundamentally visual form of drag by discussing it exclusively—it's
0: not—it's not—it's not not what is drag, but transformative performance art. So, if we transform it into an audio medium, I think that's a brand new niche for us. Shout out to all our all our all of our our drag followers out there, all our fans of drag. We're gonna (laughs) rebrand the podcast coming up soon. We'll have a few drag-centric episodes. We'll dress up. (laughs) Um, you won't be able to see it, of course, but that's fine. Um, we'll have drag names. We'll just be um,
1: really good at describing it to you.
0: Yeah. yeah. We'll I'll learn all sher- the words. Doink.
1: <laughs> sher <Doink> is good. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'd just be okay. Danny, D-A-N-I, and nothing else. I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't elaborate. Danny Estimation points. Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd steal that gimmick. Or I think that you become part of that drag family or that drag dynasty when you have the same surname. So like if you're called sure. drag by someone who's like a Davenport, then oh. you put Davenport as your surname and you're part of that dynasty. You could be, da- you could be Danny California. Jesus Christ, you're, you're a genius.
0: Uh-huh, uh-huh. Fucking nailed that one.
1: I just need to you know, have, go to California at least once, develop some sort of connection with the place. Otherwise, I'll have people asking me, oh, are you from California? I've never been. California's ha- awesome, LA sucks.
0: Uh. it does it doesn't suck it's a fun place to visit to like see la but like i've never been anywhere in my life where i've thought i would hate to fucking live here more than anywhere else in the world really (laughs) yeah yeah la is not for me it's definitely like it's if i was living in california it's a place where like i would bring people who visit california just so they could see la
2: and what did you like about it about what which did, california what, or LA. what what did you specifically not like about about LA? that thought you made you made you think you would want to live there.
0: It's just so noisy and so packed and everything costs a fucking fortune and everything as well that you try and do there also costs a fortune cuz there's nothing mm. that you can do there that isn't explicitly spending money. Really? Um yeah yeah yeah. I mean you're not yeah. a
2: you're not a you're not a like you're a city guy already. Really. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, I'm a city guy. Yeah yeah. Yeah, a hundred percent. I've never claimed not to be a city guy. Um, I I I did my time living in the country. Hated it. <laughs> not, <laughs> not not for me. I'm a city boy. Always will be. Um, you know. And and the very least is like I live just outside of a city. Like that's yeah. that's me. Like, but no, I didn't. L.A. is too much of everything. I don't like about Dublin is basically like L.A. to a fault. <laughs> So it's fun to take people out, but it's like, yeah, man, I don't know. I can only spend $60 on fucking breakfast so many times or I hate it here. Yeah. yeah, like you'll go out to places like, you know, there's places there that are really nice places and stuff. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's a case of like, yeah, this is where like you'd bring someone if they were visiting LA for the first time. Mm. It's not somewhere that I'd like to have to be living regularly. It's, you know, very expensive, very packed all the time. There's a fucking ton of cars. There's always fucking traffic. Um, like like an abysmal level of traffic. Like people spend two hours to do a twenty minute drive and stuff like that. And it's like no, it's not. It's not a a great city. But California itself is is lovely. Hmm. Like all of the attractions in LA are good. Like the tar pits are cool. Um, tar pits are cool as well because when you're at the La Brea tar pits, sometimes they'll just have a random sign and they're like, "Yeah, big tar pits spurted up out of the ground there. So don't go too close to that hole." And it's like, oh, <laughs> oh, okay. Um, <laughs> thanks for the warning. I. I,
2: um, I, I I expect, though, like, that, you know, it's maybe not the, you know, there's uh the tar pits you can only go to so many times, really. I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's, there's like L.A. is a fun city to like go visit just so you can see it in person. But, yeah. like, I I was in L.A. and I was like, oh, cool. Everything here is just a building. There's no yeah. greenery anywhere. Everything's very fucking expensive. It's awkward to get around. There's nothing really fun to do outside of, like, the tourist attraction-y things. Hmm. Um, like, don't get me wrong. I'm sure when concerts and stuff are on there, there's, like, really great concert venues and a lot of, like, you know, fun stuff to do nightlife-wise. But it's still going to yeah. cost you a fucking fortune. Hmm. And it's just kind of like, yeah, this isn't for me. This is not my kind of city. Um. Yeah, we definitely <laughs> didn't didn't like that. Fun to go see though. Where else did
1: you Where else did you go in uh, California that wasn't LA?
0: Um, we were around California for a little bit, and we mostly were in LA because we were staying in LA, but we were staying mm. like just outside, like where the strip and stuff is. Um, we had like a like a little apart hotel place, um, and then during that same trip as so we were in Arizona and obviously Vegas and stuff, and huh. you know we did a did a little bit of traveling. So that's the that's the trip we got engaged on, like. Ah. Um, but um you yeah, know LA, LA is uh it's an interesting place it's just not um not not for me as a place to live in i i wouldn't i would not like living in LA <laughs> i
1: it's feel not like that i think i feel that about near, a lot of american cities judging by the impression you get of them as very car heavy drive everywhere type cities which
0: I mean, they, they are, but you have to think of certain cities, like, outside of that. Like, L.A. is its own beast. L.A. is, like, probably the worst place for driving in all of America. Yeah. Um, like, there's more cars in L.A. than there is people. Like, and by a good margin, too. Mm. Like, they, they outnumber people by a lot. And they're, like, really proud of that fact, as if it's, like, a cool stat. And it's, like, I mean, I guess it's a cool stat in the sense that if it was, like, a pub question, it would be like an interesting question, but like, this is miserable. <laughs> and then you're doing tours and they point out where it's like, yeah, you see down here, these used to be all greenery and trees. And it's like, oh, cool. Now it's, now it's dirt and apartment buildings. Cool. I'm really glad this gigantic stretch of land that goes for a couple of miles is no longer green. Cool. Awesome. <laughs> Bring me more gray, please. <laughs> cool. LA rocks. Um, we also went to Studio City, which I guess technically is its own city.
1: What is is that where all the like Paramount is and Universal and everything else?
0: Um so it's basically just Universal? Like Studio City is the area that Universal takes up because it's so large. But that was fun. Is that,
1: like, a full tour? Like, do you, do you just get to wander about, or is it, like, a very specific oh, yeah. no, no, tour you can no, no. do? You, can you can't do just, like, wander, wander onto the set of Friends and be like, ooh, well, Friends. Probably uh, a more so, current example of television. But... Uh,
0: so Friends has a set that you can go to, but that's at Warner, and Warner's down the road. Um, it's, it's like, a different studio. Um, the the Universal one takes you through various sets and stuff like that. It takes you through, like, backdrops for certain things and certain movies and stuff like that. and has special effects on it. Um, so there was one part of the tour where you go into and... Um, they actually like light a fire because it's it's for a disaster movie, <laughs> and you're just kind of sitting there while they light a fire, and then they like they have this like, I guess it's just kind of like a mini like bucket system, but they flood the place with water so you get like drenched on this fucking train. <laughs> so it puts out all the fire and stuff. Kind of wild. It's a cool little tour. Um, but yeah, Studio City has like restaurants and bars and like shops in it, like actual shops, not like oh here's where you go to get like your. Memorabilia. It's like, oh no, they have like a fucking Forever Twenty One or whatever <laughs> in this place, and a whole taxi system as well. It's it's a bit wild.
1: Is this all just so you never need to leave?
0: I think it's just so they can rob as much fucking money out of you as they possibly can.
1: Um, that, that right? How yeah. much money did they rob from you?
0: And I mean, not a whole lot. And um, we were mostly going on the rides and stuff. And um, when we were there, we we kind of fucked up. Well, okay, I kind of fucked up. I um. I I should have bought us a fast pass so we could see more when we were there. Um, So it's definitely like, I definitely go back. Like I'd probably go back on like a, like a weird day when no one else is there and get a fast pass just so you can see all of it. But like certain things, like we couldn't get onto the Simpsons ride because the line was like two and a half hours long. Um, Yikes. But I absolutely area, don't
1: understand when people go to any sort of amusement park and are in to queue for that long. For longer than... People for...
0: were standing in a queue. So they have these systems up where they tell you how long the queue is going to be on average. So you roughly have an idea. So you know what I mean? It's like, okay, well, if we're, if we're, if we're starving, we're going to get food. We're not going to get food here because it's fucking three hours for this line or whatever. Mm. People were standing in the Simpsons queue that had a two and a half hour line because of how much people were there. As the person on the speaker is saying... You all have to go home. We're closing the park. Please leave the lines unless you're on the ride. And they're just standing in line. They're just standing there, like, just waiting. It's like, but you're not getting on. They're going to tell you to leave.
1: I mean, there's a certain dead-eyed idiocy to the people who don't leave. But imagine being the people who just get to the front and then they're like, park's closed, go home.
0: Honestly, I think they thought that they were just going to let them on. Like, I think they thought if we just wait here, they can't kick us out. They're absolutely going to kick you out. Like, they wanted people to get the fuck out of there. (laughs) <laughs> Leave. And they kept telling them. They kept coming on the mic to be like, you won't be allowed on the ride. Fuck off. Get out of here. Go home. Get out. <laughs> Leave. 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 And people were just like, no, nah, I will get in. I- I'm <laughs> sure of it. I'm sure we'll get in. But That was my rant on L.A. anyway. <laughs> it's kind of cool. Yeah, fuck L.A. Follow. I tried to follow the, the-, the Hollywood Walk of Fame Um, But it's like so mismatched and all over the place that I couldn't really find any of the actors that I like.
1: Yeah. Also, are most of them like people you've never fucking heard of who were like in like a TV show in the seventies that never even got syndicated over in Ireland?
0: Yeah. So there's a lot of people that are there because obviously like they don't like move the tiles. So a lot of like the the main parts where the tiles are would be people that you wouldn't really know because they'd be like a lot older. But we did accidentally walk by Jennifer Aniston. That was kind of cool.
1: Oh really? On the other hand, though, it's just a paving square
0: yeah it is cool though it's, it's it's a cool way to like so the Hollywood Walk of Fame, the way I look at it is kind of like we could have like a very ugly, regular cement road, but instead what we've done is created a tourist attraction out of the fact that we're like we're just going to put down a name on a tile yeah um, so to honor a certain level of celebrity and a certain, you know a certain level of of you know fame essentially in, ter- in terms of a of an artist um, and it's, I think it's a cool a cool concept because like if you go to Stevens Green Park. Steven's Green Park is in fucking bits. Like, the ground is, like, falling apart. There's bricks fucking missing and everything. There's parts of it that are falling into the actual pond. Parts of it had to be removed because it was falling into the pond. And I guess they just don't want to put down mismatched bricks because it would, I guess, in their head not be uniform. Whereas I'd look at it and go like, yeah, if you just kind of put down random bricks, eventually it's going to be like a really cool fucking mismatch pattern that stands out. And it's like, oh, look, cool. We have an easy place to walk. And also it's nice. You know, it's, yeah. <laughs> but I guess fuck me, I guess. Instead, we'll just hire people to actually, that's what I want to talk about before we leave. The worst fucking invention of all time. The leaf blower.
1: That, go on.
0: I had never seen a leaf blower in person until I moved to this part of Dublin City. I knew what a leaf blower was. I had seen it in cartoons and stuff. I'd seen it in Tom and Jerry. I just never seen one in person because it never made sense to me. Um, when I was a kid, if there was leaves that to be taken up, we had a fucking rake and we put them into the bin. Like I, that was the head. That's there's leaves there. Move over to this part of the city and people. And leaf blowers are, like, the worst fucking thing in the world. Like, I think, like, per minute of use, they have, like, the fucking biggest amount of, like, exhaust of, like, any fucking vehicle in the world. There's such, like, a waste. Just guzzling fucking gas to, like, literally move a leaf. Move a leaf. So these things are a fucking nightmare. But the, the OPW workers... The OPW workers drive me fucking nuts because not only do they use leaf blowers, and these things are, like... It's so funny to think of these people as caretakers to a park when they're walking around the park just fucking launching disgusting fumes in the fucking air to move some leaves, move some biodegradable leaves. <laughs> Which is a problem in itself. Did you ever see when they try and get them like in one swoop?
1: What, like they try to be all pro about it and like. No, no, the no.
0: El- they have a giant leaf blower, Dan, that goes on the back of their little tractor. What? And they drive through the parks with basically this giant leaf blower fan on the back of their little tractor that they go around and collect the bins and stuff in. Like that little cart they have. And they just fucking have this thing, just guzzling fucking gas and spraying leaves everywhere (laughs) as they go through the fucking park. And they're like reversing and going forward again to make sure they get all the fucking leaves. I I don't, it drives me fucking crazy. You're the park worker. Why are you not just going around with a broom and brushing the leaves to the fucking side so that they can biodegrade on the fucking muck?
2: Leave them where Why they lie. Why are like. we doing this?
0: But like I get it. Some of it's like on, on like the, the cobble. And especially like when we start getting to days that are super wet. I understand like you don't want people tripping or anything. I understand that. There is muck and like parts of greenery everywhere. Just brush them onto that and call it a fucking day. Instead, they're just fucking going around with a big fucking hairdryer, essentially, that's gas-powered, to shoot some fucking leaves onto the greenery. What a waste of everyone's time. What a waste of fucking money. What a weird way to try and look after a fucking resource, like like a park. Like, something that's literally greenery and trees, and you're going around with a fucking leaf blower. What? (laughs) This is ridiculous. And I've brought this up to people, and they've said things like, oh, it's to save time. Dude, this is their full-time job their job is to do this. What do you mean to save time? You have like 10 hours to move some leaves. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> this is insanity. This is crazy. Anyone that has a leaf blower by the way is a fucking nut job. But park workers having a having a leaf blower, especially for the tiny little parks that are like in Ireland, they're fucking big, they're, they're the most fucking insane people I've ever seen. What a waste of everyone's time and money. Crazy fucking stuff
1: on the other hand it is loud and heavy and therefore <laughs> powerful so
0: I don't think it's that powerful because if you've ever seen them try and move these leaves then it doesn't go very well
1: uh, especially if they're any sort of
2: damp, just can't go anywhere
0: yeah they just stick to the ground and this guy's standing there spraying one fucking rock with a fucking leaf blower going Rrr! and while the little bit of the leaf flaps in the wind and doesn't move <laughs> why are we doing this why are we doing this come on This is insane. It's the worst thing I've ever seen in my life, and it doesn't make any sense. Like, these people are like, this is their job. Your job is to move some leaves and look after the park, keep it clean. Why are you doing this? I don't even think they need the little tractor to take the bins in, to be honest. Just walk. (laughs) Walk. (laughs) It's a small park. It'll be done in literally half an hour. (laughs) This is not a big deal. Oh, I don't know. I just... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it, this stuff drives me fucking nuts I don't understand there's a whole park across the road from us and they call them the city council and the, the council fucking like decimated the park they poisoned all of the fucking leaves and stuff and bushes that were in there everything died and literally got covered in mould because they had like poisoned it all and I was just looking at it kind of going like what, what was the benefit here what's the benefit of going to an area that's a first of all a very neatly kept park but poisoning all of the like, shrubbery and bushes, like how does that help us? This this is insane. All we've done is run the animals out of the area and made it ugly and gross. Huh. And now nothing's gonna grow here because it's all growing in poison. What the fuck? <laughs> oh. I say
1: we poison more parks. So you oh, can poison we're on their it. Park the best.
0: We're we're on it. Ireland's Ireland's good at that. We're really good at getting rid of all of our resources. Oh, that's been my rant anyway. What? Uh, what? What's What? What do you think, guys? Think is the worst fucking invention of all time. The runner-up, by the way, is the egg cooker. That's the second runner-up for the, for the worst invention of all fucking time. Just I use think, a I,
1: pot. just use a pot. Yeah, yeah, any anything niche. I agree. Anything, any niche, um, tool that you know requires someone to spend a few hundred, uses a huge amount of power, and does a job that someone will do twice in their life. Like, uh. I'm trying to think like, um, also, like you know when you go into like a, you see like all the gardening shit that comes up in little, mm. yeah, and it's like you know, the doorknob cleaner or the I saw something which was a um a vibration cleaner for was I don't know what the you know those metal not like the mat outside the house but the metal kind of mat or the one that's like the bars across, okay that you that you use to scrape off the heavy dirt. It was a vibration-based cleaner for that thing, which is supposed to be dirty.
0: Yeah, I was just about to say, is the point of that is is to be where the dirt collects, so it's not in your house. Yeah. I Okay. Yeah, sure. I, why not, I guess?
1: That's my vote. Okay. Mo- uh, negative marks if it's also plastic.
0: What do you think the worst invention of all time is, Stephen? The worst of all time.
2: Probably the automobile.
0: Fair. 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 I would put that second, but I still think egg cooker is useless. At least you can come up with a use case for a car. I can't. I can't come at up with a use well, case at least, for an egg at cooker.
2: Least, at least the egg cooker stays in people's houses and doesn't prevent them from walking anywhere.
0: I think someone that uses an egg cooker probably doesn't walk very many places. I have to guess. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <If
2: you're... laughs> well, maybe they eat a lot of eggs.
0: Okay, so why would you get a device that cooks a minimum amount of eggs? You'd use a big pot. <laughs> a pot will cook an entire carton of eggs within like half an hour, and egg have, cooker does like don't four.
2: Egg, don't egg cookers have timers on them?
0: Okay, you know it also has a timer on it. Every device you ever own for the next rest of your life.
2: Right, but I'm sure it clicks off after a certain amount of time. You can't do that very easily even with them digital hobs because they're shit. Yeah,
0: but you just set a timer on your phone.
1: And you can take it off yourself. Turn it off. Yeah. A, you mistake. only need the timer for like six minutes. How busy or important are you that you can't take time to watch an egg boil?
2: Busier than that.
1: Okay. Fair. A, are uh, you angling for an Steve egg cooker? Steve. No. i say no. we only get Steve egg cookers from now on. Every That's present it. he's ever going to receive is an egg oh, cooker.
2: Like Can various, just specify, I'd rather egg. not get a present from either of you ever again rather than an egg cooker.
0: Okay. I yes, uh, sir. Save us Christmas.
1: God bless egg cockers, the most useful invention of them all.
0: I changed my mind. It is now on the best invention of all time. It has changed.
1: I like to imagine you have a board of good inventions and bad inventions, and you just I just move, I just rank them in my head. Over. It's, it's
0: like every time when a car passes me, and I just think like, oh, Audi, the worst car of all time. The biggest dickhead car of all time. And then sometimes I see like a BMW come by and do something terrible, and I think like, oh, are they going to move up? And then I think like, no, nah, you know what? It's still Audi. Sorry.
1: <laughs> oh, no, sorry,
0: it's not. It's still the Passat. That's still number one. Uh, unbeatable, undisputed crown. The Passat is like the Floyd Mayweather of dickhead cars. It cannot be beaten. Why? It can't stop it. It's just, it's just undisputed. It's something about it. People get into a Volkswagen Passat, and they turn the key, and they are just possessed by like just this asshole demon. And it doesn't matter. This guy could be a fucking priest, and it doesn't matter. He hits that fucking road, and everyone in his way is an enemy. They need to all die. The Passat is the only thing that matters. <laughs> he is riding. He is riding inside the deathmobile, and everyone get out of my way. I am the most important person of all time. Yeah, something about the Passat I don't know what it is I think it's because it's the poor man's Audi I think that's what does it I think it's just by volume they match up
2: oh yeah 100%
0: and with that this has been episode 47 of Morning Brew I have of course been
2: Adam Sheridan I'm still Stephen Burke
1: I'm still Danny P make sure you share this
2: Danny P would you fuck off
1: that's enough of your negativity fuck
0: off Anyway, Stick, make sure you share sick this. Of on...
2: Sick of this now. Sick of this.
0: Make sure you share this on all the different social media stuff. Ciao. Bye. Shout out to Matham. Yeah, shout out to Matham. Yeah, when you eventually get to the end of this episode, which I'm assuming is next week, uh, shout out. He hasn't back to back, man.